This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I think I left about four. No one would honestly really cares. So Steve's calling me while I'm holding, getting ready for this deer to stand up. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> That one, that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit. I was like, oh, no, it fired, you know, crap. I knew as soon as it left, it was just a little high. But he came right out in the field, made a scrape right in the cornfield, started grunting, walked 30 yards, made another scrape. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. <laughs> Somehow I got picked to be on the sweaty back episode. I love working class bullhunter podcast. It's really, really not that good. Something new, something old, something borrowed. That is uh, how we're going to start episode 49 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, the new little Woo-hoo! intro. Uh, it's a bit longer, and uh, longer is better, especially when it comes to draw length, because you can shoot all kinds of bows. Uh, I am Steve. <laughs> Here we are, the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast uh, from 1600 Buckslayer Place in the Bucketorium in Sheerard, Illinois, potentially our last episode being that I think we're drinking tainted beer. Nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody else. All right, maybe that's just me. Tainted. I don't. I don't know. I, have you tasted this? It tastes weird, don't it? It tastes odd. Well, it's bush lattes with a hint of vanilla. I think. Well, it's, maybe it's something new they're trying. It's beer. It's cold. 
All right. It's made of liquid, so we're, we're just going to drink it anyway. Um, Kurt over here, ne- I promise next time our intro will be uh, like a 15-second, hey, how you doing, welcome to the show type of classic thing. Me singing. Um, yeah. Eric's going to sing it. And I promise it won't be, so uh, tune in next week to see who's actually right. Sad week, guys. You know why? Why? Well, for some people it's sad and it's over already, but this week Illinois hunting season mm. closes for the year. See, we're already mm. done. Deer, but, deer season, deer season. But you can still hunt Saturday and then Sunday. The temperature might not even be one. Really, it's supposed to be wind chill of negative twenty. Well, it I was. What was it out yesterday? It was like four degrees was a high. Mm-hmm. Today it was forty six. Yeah, crazy. And now it's gonna uh, go downhill. I don't know what the heck's going on. Um, Here's yeah. what I'm doing, and we're gonna talk a little bit about what are you doing. What are you doing? I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to okay, do. Well, tell us. You're I'm all not, talk. I'm done hunting. I'm done deer hunting for are the you? year. For the year, oh, I'm done. I thought, I thought you were going to say forever. I cashed in my uh, my deer hunting chips for the year, and I'm picking out some like coyote and some shed hunting chips to uh, to play, um, and okay. also maybe some 3D archery chips in there as well. How's that okay. sound, guys? All right. all right. That sounds good. Um, I feel well, like we I... just went way serious and formal. Welcome to the Kurt Bowen Podcast Show. We did. With my we co-host, did. Martha Stewart, over here. Uh, we're we're, hey, we're, we're going to show you how to knit a hat. We are a little uh, <laughs> little bummed. Our uh, scheduled uh, guest that we're going to have today, really cool dude. He's uh, working. Yeah, um, Clint was supposed to be here. He's a freelance outdoor writer. Uh, we're going to have him on. Um, man's working. What can you do when you're working? You can't just be podcasting. You got business to take care of. He's the working man. You know, he's uh, <clears throat> doing it all himself. That's uh, who we hope each and every one of you are. And if you don't work that hard, then I mean, that's cool, too. Not me. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll be on next week. Look for that. Um, we got, This is kind of like a filler episode. Episode 50 mm-hmm. is right around the corner. Um, uh, the next episode after this one. Um, we're rambling so far. Um, we're unprepared. It's what we do. It's what we do best. Um, let's talk sponsors really quickly. Clearshot Archery, clearshotarchery.com. Do you need yourself a new peep with your new bow that you're buying this year? Mm-hmm. Go get a Clearshot Archery peep and then thank us after you do that. Yeah, you will absolutely love it. it you know, you just see the best thing to do uh, is you got to make sure you can, you know, if you go to your dealer or whatever. Look through all the colors, see what kind of works well with your eye, um, and you know if it's if it's more relaxed, you're going to be shooting better X's, and uh, that's because of us. Uh, you know, I've heard everyone talking that this red is a new thing to go to. The red, huh? The red for hunting. It's mm. a little. It's kind of a little bit for everything. You know, brings in that light at dark, but it's also very clear for 3D. And mm, might want to <laughs> check that out. So the red. Mm-hmm. Don't just take our one. word for it. Go do it. Because it's going to be awesome, and you'll kill a big deer, and you'll do really well on the tournament. 3D archery ranges this summer. Bum, bum, bum. Um, Smith's Custom Processing from Viola, Illinois. Yep. Ate another meatloaf yesterday by myself. Delicious. The whole thing. Um, their processing is the best processing that I've ever had by far. Um, <laughs> I think I told you guys this, but what I wanted to do was, like, I wanted to do, uh, like, I, I, I wanted to shoot a coyote. And then just like go to him, like, dude, look, I'll pay you extra. Will you get the back straps off it? And I'm like, I want to go to everybody and say, hey, look, check it out. You know, I got some some pork or something like that. Or it wouldn't be like that, but just kind of try and mask it into like something else, like jerky. It'd coyote? Be, it'd be tough. Yeah, coyote. You know, we could, I mean, he could make anything taste good. I will say that. Um, 
But I would like to try, like, take some coyote backstrap and throw it in a slow cooker, like Ooh. a crock pot. I'm always down to try some one. So. That's a predator eating a coyote fajitas. Mm. Hey, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Ah, all right. I think, yeah, I think right. you're onto something there, Kurt. Yeah, you'd have to just, like, ooh. So there's people going, nasty dudes, man. But think about it. It'd be cool. You just feed it to everyone that you know hates deer hunting. Just tell them it's beef, and they'll be like, oh, this tastes wonderful. <laughs> it's that new vegan fajita stuff, you know? It's like a turducken, or what are they? What's Tur- tofurkey. Tur- uh, tof- <laughs> it's like a tofurkey, but fajita version. <laughs> hey, if you really think about it, like, you're, you know, you're, you're doing them a favor. You're, you go you're downtown kill- Chicago to sell it to hipsters. Oh, yeah. You're killing an animal that kills other animals you know what i mean yeah so well y- you know it's uh, at that point you're you want to say baby deer i don't know it's it's like all fajitas. the it's like all the anti-hunters dude i'll kill you for killing a deer well guess what i killed what kills a deer so i did your work so have fun with my uh wily fajitas how's that sound <laughs> the wily coyote fajitas <laughs> um so that was a, a pretty was... interesting plug for Smiths, but you guys got to check them out. They're awesome. Um, they're on Facebook. We'll put a link to their uh, website link, in the description up. of the episode. LinkedIn. Um, let's talk about our seasons. Um, as you can tell, we don't have like a, something set to talk about. We're going to just throw a mixture of stuff at you um, this week. My season went great, but we're going to start with Steve on his season. You know, we want to start at a low point and work our way up to that high point. You sure, know, why not? Yeah, yeah why not? How, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Best season I've uh, I, I, I've ever had. Um, you know, weather was good, and that was cool. I feel like you seen bigger bucks last year on public ground. I sure did. Yeah, I saw, I saw quite a few uh, bucks. You know, just just different areas that I'd hunt. And Iowa was is very very cool. If you can go check out, I mean, you're driving around. And you just see like a little plot, and you see that little green sign, and you're like, "Dude, where I'm like literally in the middle of nowhere." There's like seven, eight acres to hunt right here, so it's. I would make the argument. <clears throat> I wonder. I that, wonder what state has the most public hunting ground. Well, Western, Western state for sure. But yeah, look at population. Right. Plus. That's what I mean. Like, I think I Iowa has a ton. They do a lot more than Illinois does. I would. Oh say, yeah. I mean, I I would. So I've looked at maps when I was laid off to, to like just see, hey, I'm gonna take a Saturday and just start driving and check some. Stay the night out. and then hunt it the next morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. check it out, and you can go anywhere in that state within ten Sam's mile radius. Brother, my uh, student to be um, brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, um, he's looking at some property on the Spoon River Valley in Illinois. It's about an hour from us to do some coyote hunting. Now that season's getting over this week, he wants to go out and try and shoot some coyotes. He doesn't care about deer hunting. Just wants to shoot coyotes. If you guys so. want to shoot coyotes? I got ten thousand acres. We can shoot coyotes. Yeah, but we got to buy. We're, we're non-resident, so we'd have to buy. An but you don't have to buy a tag or anything. You just got to buy a license. What's a li- Oh, that's true. I guess that's true. So, what would I it mean, be? What's a license for a non-resident I don't, I don't in Iowa? Know. I don't know. What, you, I, don't know what I think it's is, like sixty, seventy bucks. I'll double check. I don't think it's that much. Well, I thought it was the tags that got you when you were. The tags was, are like four hundred some bucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you could do that. I guess. Um, I never really thought. I never thought about that. You, you don't, don't need buy a tag. tag for you can go yeah. shoot them anytime you want, all year yeah. long. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, you know, I had some interesting things go down with with my property. You know, there's a lot of changes that I know going in. We need to do. Mm-hmm. Food needs to be the number one thing. I mean, you know, there, there's new neighbors that moved in. You know, there was there was lack of food on this property. No one, you know, was planting any food plots, and I didn't really know i was moving back to illinois 
you know, till to a, prepare for yeah, it, till, yeah. till like a few months. I, I think I finally got back to Illinois and got my residency. Like, oh man, I if I say late August, early September, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So it was like you know, it was a little late. I mean, there was some stuff I could have done. You're, you know, kind of, you're kind of rushed, so you couldn't really. Yeah. I'm gonna hand plant some plots this year, probably. I or, think so. or rent like some just push, push power tools or whatever. You know, like a brush hog and a tiller. Yeah, and hand spread it or whatever. I mean, I shot at some animals. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, uh, but you know, it, it was a kind of a heartbreaking season having a tornado rip up half the property. That I mean, that's just. Yeah, that is true. You had a lot of trees. That'll, have a, you know, that'll have a big effect on the way. I mean, the way natural hinge travel. cuts. Yeah, yep. but yep. yeah, when it pushes them to the neighbor's property know, and, know, and away from. I state. guarantee it though. Like within the next couple of years, that's gonna be amazing. Well, here's the thing, Steve. Already, I heard you telling one of your best friends this, your game plan. You said next year I'm just gonna have Kurt come in, hang me a hang on, and you know it's a slam dunk after that happens. Oh, who, who, heard, who was I telling that? Uh, to? It must have been Amy. I don't oh, know. yeah. Um, but I overheard that. I'm like, wow, he thinks that highly <laughs> that of me. Huh? So, uh, <laughs> is that was it? Was I on the phone too? Were you overhearing me? Yeah, yeah, you were okay. on the phone. Yeah, so, I don't recall this conversation. I think I was there that day. Yeah, oh, where you yeah, were? Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we got that... anyone else we want to call in that can confirm that too? Um, Logan probably heard okay. it. Probably yeah. Mark for sure. Derek Kilberg heard it. Um, but Steve was just like, you know, if you, I need to kill a deer probably like the first day, so I don't have to like wait around, you know. So Kurt's my golden ticket for that because you know so, what you, you know are what you gonna charge does? him for like a outfitter fee or something um i'll get half of the meat from the deer that's okay. the, that's that's the uh, but he's still paying for that's it. if he's, it's out of the stand buying. i hang <laughs> no we're gonna we're gonna redo all the uh, most i'll say every stand that's out there has been up there three plus years some as far as 15 years i i found a stand i didn't even know it was this ladder i didn't even know it was out there <laughs> you didn't even know it was there you just came across it yeah oh no it's all it's it was all covered in brushes so i started climbing up it and i pulled like half of it to me when i was going up it <laughs> i was like yeah i can't really sit in this but uh yeah no that's so you know my my season didn't go the way that i hoped although i've had that season the last two years man that's although we, we we we've do, all been there we do still have um one weekend left but i might have to work saturday and i uh, gotta be about negative 20 sunday so yeah i'm not gonna be outside i'll be inside Yikes. um actually we'll be recovering from our one year working class bow hunter bash yeah we will be doing that we'll have to let everybody know about that in a minute but we want to go from let's talk about Eric's you said season. no you want to go from low point to high point um i'm gonna say the whole season okay you okay well, with my Eric story. had a better season than you, uh, and I'm I'm gonna justify it. Okay, I know how you do you should, how do you figure that? Because you shot the coolest deer I've ever seen in my life. I like how. Okay, that's. And this is just on me. I mean, yeah, you may have shot. That's okay. I kind of get. I see what you're getting at. A I think his bit. story's better. I think that's a I, pure on opinion, but uh, maybe I think my season was better than Eric's. Maybe he thinks. Yeah. Okay, so who wants to go first? Should we flip a coin for it? Well, we've already discussed the story of our deer, but we'll um, (laughs) – my my buck I shot this year. I shot a doe um, a couple weeks into October, um, which, by the way, I'm going to crush that don't pee out of your stand thing. I pee out of my tree stand onto the ground. I shot this doe standing in my pee, just for a fun fact. Um, I've, I've done it a million times. Yeah. I don't think it affects anything. 
I just don't think they know notice it really, which seems weird that they wouldn't. Well, but. my theory on that is I think it soaks into like because that time of the year it's usually really dry, mm-hmm. and that ground is just going to pull that moisture right out of. The, I don't know, right out of the top. I think, but by the time you get down, it's dry already. I went, I pee, <laughs> I peed out of the stand, <laughs> and then like an hour out, later, yeah. I shot that doe standing on it. She was right underneath me, and it was a mature doe. It wasn't like a yearling button buck. <laughs> didn't have spots on it. Yeah, it didn't have spots. <laughs> so uh, I shot her, and then like two weeks later, a week later, I shot my buck um, on a Sunday morning, uh, October 25th. Was it? It was a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yep. a Saturday. That was a Sunday morning. Hey, I remember you shot him at like 8.15 in the morning somewhere yeah, out there. Yeah, I shot him early, and then uh, I heard just a huge thwack. Couldn't exactly tell where my arrow went. And uh, blood trailed him. Um, I must have hit him in an artery because he bled like crazy. But I found him bedded, and uh, I had to sneak up on him and put another arrow in him. But uh, that was the crazy. I went from low, like, uh-oh, this deer's ran a long way with that crazy blood trail, and I'm going to lose him. You know, I just figured the blood would dry up. But I actually was able to go slow, take my time, make sure my wind was right, and slip in there and put another arrow in him. Plus, you shot him with a back tension, too. <clears throat> Yeah, I did, but with, like, the, uh, well, I don't know if you guys know, look up the Scott Hex. It's like a back tension release with a regular hunting wrist It's kind of like a hybrid. It's got, it's got a little yeah, bit of both, the best of both worlds. And Some, I, I love that release, man. I love the back tension style. That's probably all I'll ever shoot from now on. I was and, down to Easy Living, and some guy's like, I, I was telling him, I was like, yeah, dude, you should shoot that Scott Hex. He goes, no, I don't know about that. He goes, well, if I take it hunting. I pulled up that picture of that deer he shot, and he goes, yeah, I was like, yeah, he shot. That buck? That's, I was like, that's the second deer he shot this year with that release. Damn. Yeah, the, at the ATA, I stopped by the scout release, and I was there for probably an hour, just kind of listening. And, oh, I wanted to stop by that booth. And, and um, a lot of people were asking about back tension releases, and guys like, oh, have you ever shot one before? He'd say no, and he would show him the hex immediately, just saying, you know, it's got that security behind it where it's... Yeah, when you draw back, a lot of guys don't like the... I mean, most of our listeners know or we have a pretty knowledgeable listening base, we like to think. You guys are all smart and we love you. Um, most people don't know that if you draw back, if you've never shot a back tension release, if you don't have your hand in the right spot when you pull pressure on the release, it's going to snap off and you're going to punch yourself in the face yep. on the drawback. With the hex... That's why most, most of your pressure has to be on your first two fingers. Yeah, and then you squeeze back... With your last two. With your back you, tension. That's how that... Um, it's it's another hybrid, but the HBX. That's that's how that is. I mean, you mm-hmm. have to you have to pull that bow back with one finger. Or it, yeah, yeah. It's but with the hex, you don't even have your hand on the release when you're pulling back. With the hex, all you do is hold on to the strap from the wrist strap, the little rope from the wrist strap to the actual re- release. You just put your hand on that and you drop back, and it can't misfire on you. And, it's, and then you put your hand in position. And squeeze to your click, and yeah. then squeeze throughout the click, and it it's, releases. It's the best of both worlds because you know with the theory behind the back tension, you make a better shot. I almost, I can't say for sure. The only reason why I killed that deer is because that release. But I was really nervous when I shot this deer because, um, <clears throat> and that first hit when I say an artery, it it was forward, but it was like, it was heart height and a little forward, and I just happened to catch an artery, but. I was so nervous because this deer caught me and he turned around and ran back and I had to like rearrange him and settle, settle in on him. And I was able to just squeeze that release off rather than boom, punch the trigger punch and it, blow not, the whole shot. Yep. Cause I remember squeezing. Cause when you, it makes you focus on your form, 
And the best thing I ever I, I did this year was I put a little brass knock for my kisser button, the corner of my mouth, and I just know what it feels like to squeeze that release off. And I remember like squeezing the release, going, "Man, I haven't hit my click yet. I haven't hit my click yet. What the heck? It seems like so long of a pull." But it made me think about oh, the yeah. shot and like keep pulling, keep pulling, keep pulling, keep pulling. And then it just goes off. Yeah, no doubt, especially when you have a huge buck in front of you. You know, that's that just, has you locked down. Yeah, He's looking at me. Yeah, that shot can't get off soon enough. So, I love that release. I, but that worked out for me. That was the last year I killed this year. I, I could have had a uh, lots of opportunities to shoot more does, um, but I don't felt like that I needed to this year. I, had, I got my one doe, and I was good on meat. Uh, I got so dad, much meat. Your, your dad had his heart set on shooting a doe, and. I remember you guys having an argument. Dad, we don't need to shoot any more does. Yeah. Man, well, uh, he just wanted to kill something, I think. Well, he, yeah, which we, we did good. Um, <clears throat> I just feel like, I don't know. I just wanted to go a year without shooting three, four does. You know, just see if it changes anything next year. And, cause, you know, it doesn't we, hurt to keep them around, man. Yeah. I Do- shot. Does are good on your property. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and that segues into Eric's recap of his season. My, my season started out rough, man, because I was hunting public ground. Didn't have, I didn't draw a bow down in Burlington, so I didn't have any property lined up. I was kind of hoping Lost. on that, but just moved to Illinois. No, okay. But anyways, <laughs> didn't have any property lined up. I finally got this ground right by Scott County Park. Hung a stand. There was another guy in there too, but across it, there's another patch of timber where he was at. Set up on a rub line. I think the stand was there for three days when I killed my buck. So great story, <laughs> yeah. hanging Fant- hot, huh? fantastic well, story. A, a, Thanks for coming out. All right, oh well. man, they, you know what? You know how great that story is. That's a greatest hit story. <laughs> there was absolutely that will be in the best no of filler. Class that was just straight protein. That's all it was. Thanks no meat tear. Uh, no meat and tear, man. That was just um, okay. That's but cool. Way that to, sums r- it up. Way just to, us. Um, ruin the momentum. Uh, I want to uh, talk about shed. Hunting. I didn't kill a deer this year yet. My story was somehow better, longer. I can say it was better. Don't mess around, man. Right um, you want to hand me a beer, Steve? Or are you yeah, just gonna... do. I will. Thank you. Yeah, we got it. Thank you, sir. Um, Have fun drinking that. It's expired. Are they expired? Yeah, that, 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 dude, that's the work. You know, as a working man, you know what, what's your what's your favorite beer? Uh, any expired ones because they're cheap. Beer thirty. Oh God. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about shed hunting, eh? Mm-hmm. Like we're Canadian. Um, I think I almost like shed hunting more than I do regular hunting. There's something about that. There's something right? about just walking through wherever the hell you want. And what kind of broadheads do you guys use for shed hunting? Mm-hmm. Five finger Carhartt gloves. <laughs> I don't know how to give you an answer. Um, I do like shed hunting almost. I don't know, man. It's it's awesome. I love I it. I like it almost as much as actual bow hunting. Because there's nothing better. I mean, there's nothing better than a buck coming out of the timber on an open field. You, you get to mindlessly him, chomp around, like just tromp around in the woods. Make with, noise and do it. Oh, yeah, I, I mindlessly chomp around every day during dinner, man. <laughs> every Arby's beware. <laughs> um, I found a shed uh, opening weekend. Of, uh, yeah, season. but from the previous year. Yeah, that thing was pretty not up. Um, let's talk about. I mean, it all depends on your property how many sheds you find. On my property, I might find two a year. One, there's no food there. Um, and where I do find my sheds, it's on the fringes of the property, 
and you can tell that deer was bedded somewhere on its way to food somewhere else. Right. Um, but what I I found a lot of old sheds, and it, it makes me mad because every time I find an old shed, I'm like, I walked through here last year. You know yeah, what I mean? You, you yeah. didn't see it. Yeah. So you didn't see it. I check like the uh, the creek. Every creek crossing, I'll walk right down the middle of it and just, that's part of my, I, I well, comb the property. A lot of people ask too, you know, like, where do you usually find sheds? And I tell them, anywhere. Well, that, but typically it's like south facing slopes, log crossings, creek crossings, fence crossings, bedding areas. Like, that's obvious. We I've probably found more sheds on the middle of an open field. Yeah, and a lot of guys do find that. I don't it's know. It's weird. They spend all night out there feeding. I, that would be my that's guess, where they're spending the majority know. of their time, is what I would think. Have you guys seen this? Uh, I saw a couple of years ago, and you could probably make one. I mean, if you're if your state allows, you know, quote unquote baiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what this a guy shed, did? Uh, sorry, I won't get you off. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about that yeah. like shed rack where it's basically like a couple bungee cords and there's food down there. So when they go shed down, trap, shed trap is that what it is? The only bad thing I've seen those two was like chicken wire and all kinds of stuff, but. If that pro- buck's not ready and he gets stuck in there, yeah, you're you're kind of screwed. I think, yeah, I think they're you know what I mean soft enough that if if they do get caught, they can mm. wiggle their way. I I mean, I would hope, but uh, I did. Here's see my theory. I mean, if the deer's not ready and he really gets hung up in that thing and he yanks, he could damage his antler pedicle. That's the only thing I think. Yeah, but if they're ready to come off, they'll fall off. So but, I mean, you know, you put it off or put it, you know, you know there what. And, I've seen what guys do, and in Illinois, you can't do this, like what you said, with the food and, and stuff. Um, I've seen videos online of guys taking, and I like this idea, um, taking, like, corn or grain, whatever you're going to feed deer, and push it up under, like, a fallen down log to where the oh, deer yeah. puts his head in there. He has mm-hmm. to bump his antlers on the log. Like if, So if they're ready to pop off, they'll pop off. He's not going to get his head in there and, like, uh-oh, my head's stuck, and just <laughs> yank, you know? You or know. I've seen guys make, like, a corner, right? And okay. that way they go right into it. They put their antlers right in. I'm not listening to you. I just want to say something really dumb. Uh-huh. That's what you do here. <laughs> Can I? Yeah. What did uh, What did one buck who was going to the club say to the other buck in, like, January 30th area? What? The club, the antler, is about to pop off. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say that? I'm sorry. Where did that come from? I don't know. Can I redeem myself? No. no. Yeah, you're I done. can. I'm going to. You're good. Hey, you're in the closet now. No. There was this uh, article, and I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to try and find it here, but this guy has, no, over his idea. lifetime, he what? had collected like a hundred and... Oh, it was like 50,000 50, Maybe it was 50,000 50, sheds. Yeah, did sheds. you see the inside yeah. of that? Man. It's amazing. It was like a wall of... It was like the Sistine Chapel of antler sheds. <laughs> it was like floor <laughs> to ceiling of sheds. I have an idea. So we have... Uh, and we're all over the place in this episode. <clears throat> Last summer, if you guys listened to the show then, we did a uh, tournament through the 3D courses that we did where we had a shoot-off between me and Steve and Eric and Logan... And we had a uh, the working class bow hunter sh- uh, championship belt. Whoever won, so we had these little belts. How about for? Because we're gonna develop a new tournament this coming summer for shooting. How about we do whoever finds the biggest shed of the year gets a belt until ooh, we start shooting bows. Ooh, ooh. I like that. Eric's gonna win because he hunts and high fence property. Yeah. All right, so there is this. <laughs> there was no stipulation Dude. to this. Yeah, we'll see if we can. Uh, we'll see if we was can put this all? on. <laughs> no, yeah. Look, at, all right, this guy would win a belt just because of all those sheds. We'll have to post this on our uh, on our website. Yeah, it's like just rafters and everything's got antlers on it. It's nuts, dude. I want to go hunt that guy's property. 
He probably buys them. He probably does buy them, honestly. There's a lot of guys that buy and sell and trade antlers and stuff. You can get a lot of money for sheds. I don't get the point. Hey, you know what we could talk about? Um, speaking of not buying, selling, and trading antlers, we entered... Uh, horns? Um, oh yeah, horns. We entered <laughs> Eric's Buck in the Pope Young Club today. It's not, it's, get, it's not officially in the mail yet, but... It will be tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's in, but, uh, it's in the books. He's going to have his first entry going in from his buck this year. Um, 140, Finally. right? Yes. And some change. As the, the, oh, I can't wait to ship those teeth in. Um, we got to do that. I know. I've ASAP. been saying that for like three weeks. Um, <clears throat> we got to get a hold of Mark Riffey. So, yeah, well, I want to get that guy on episode 50. Um, Mark Riffey for episode 50. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. man, this this momentum on this show is not moving Well, it was because well. Eric told that story, man. You we did. Were, you brought we, the house down. You did. I'm sorry. Um, I'm leaving. Just get out of here, man. So that's like the shed Leave hunting tips, I would say. I'm going to start looking like January. Oh, man, we're getting in there. I'm going not, first I'm weekend not, in February. I'm going to go Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't propose to your girlfriend anymore. Uh, <laughs> she's used to it. Um, I Dude, found, he, I mean, that's a good time to go, I think. Yeah, you've seen all, like all those guys where they'll put like the ring on like the antler and they'll go back and find it. Yeah. Have you, have you seen that? Yeah. Uh, you better hope. You remember where, just where you put that handler. <laughs> oh, you know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to put eat. it in a public spot. Yeah, finds don't it. do that. Squirrel yeah. comes up and grabs it and takes yeah. off with it. I mean, you, I mean, dude, you don't want to be out like 300 bucks or anything. I mean, that's just not. Uh, 300 bucks? 300. <laughs> um, what? So much you spend for that. Um, yeah, so we're just kind of moving along with this. We do want to talk about, I mean, we're we're super depressed. I mean, the season's coming to an end. You know, it's like, I think I can. That's what's go, that's what's up right that's now. That's what's I think going. We're all on. sad a little. Well, all right. Indoor leagues are I'm starting inside a little bit. Yeah, indoor leagues are going to indoor perk leagues you back are up. starting. Uh, you know, you can do them if you're local here in the area. Uh, easy living in Milan, Illinois, is going to be starting. Um, the bone shed out in Ottawa's got a league. It's a little far shed. for us to drive. Um, there's but a couple in Galesburg DV, and DVA starting. Either this I think Sunday or next Sunday. There's one this weekend and uh, Sunday in Galesburg, I think. Outdoor? Or, D- or DVA, no, indoor. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, go check with your local bow shops. I mean, you know, for guys out, out there in, like, you know, Montana and stuff, I mean, you know, you guys might have, like, a three-day drive or something just to, just to make it. But, I don't know, in, indoor leagues, I enjoy a lot. Um, I know I've been shooting them for, you know, past three years or whatever, and, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of guys that like to just, you know, they get their bow out. I mean, their bow's put away, and it comes out in September. It comes out September 30th. And, you know, people just want to shoot, you know, five, six, yards. seven, eight arrows. As long as, they, as long as they get a tight group, they call it good. That's absolutely fine. You know, for for guys like us, we're getting more into Target and 3D and we just love archery. I mean, this makes it more fun. You don't even have to be that serious about it. Just shooting your bow with your buddies that are constantly right. giving you shit about everything you do is fun. Yeah, it's just something to do when it's not in season. I mean, season's only what three months long. Exactly. Yeah. You got the, mean, rest the rest of the year, year yeah. to do nothing. All season, we go to our three D shoots. We we post all our stuff on online. So if you're a local, you can come and shoot these with us and be a part of our yeah. You group. can come meet us. We'll sign something for um, you. If you a want. part of our group. If if you're going to shoot with us, if you just want to be a part of our lives, swipe right. You got to uh, you got to have thick skin to come shoot your bow with us. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you know, you got to have a thick tummy too because you're gonna get all the attention from everybody. 
<laughs> what? what? Because I always oh, call what? me fat, and I'm sick of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, well, you you can take it, Steve. No, I it's have just to. This I, is this is what this is what shooting. If we have teams like last year's, me and Steve versus Eric and Logan. Oh, yeah. Eric and Logan on opposing teams is the most entertaining thing ever. Steve would shoot, maybe hit like, maybe maybe you hit a five, maybe you hit a ten, whatever. Or and then Logan would hit the opposite. Oh, let it rain shit talking until the <laughs> next target, and then it just continues on from there. Like I'm glad these things aren't indoors because you can't take them to. You anywhere could, in oh public. yeah! Don't put us around kids. Like I don't know how many times we, we've gone to 3D ranges. Like, dude, there's kids like four targets back, so they can't hear me. Uh, yeah, when you're yelling cuss words, they can. That's <laughs> why I kind of. I'm glad we're not in a library. Yeah, exactly. All those books we'd have to read. <laughs> Gross. But uh, you know, go go check your um your local uh, local pro shop. I mean, if they ain't, if they ain't got an archery league, you know, but they got a range. Dude, get out there know, and shoot that thing. Set one up. I mean, they're not difficult. You know, you start taking in some money, you know, maybe say, hey, why don't you guys throw in, like, a little price for someone who wins? That's what Archery Abroad did online. And yeah. Everyone's doing that stuff online. No, or do, or, yeah, Archery Abroad. We've talked to uh, Richard Harris before. I mean, you know, go check him out. Throw in a Walmart wrestling belt. Who cares? It's it's just, <laughs> you know, it's all about being out there. And, you know, that's. That's how the working class bow hunters started. Was a 3D shoot. I mean, you know, keep pretty running. much. Yeah, all of us were way hungover, so you know we. So this is what we're gonna do this year. Common. We have two belts um, for our little shoots that we do. This year, we're, we're thinking instead of doing like two versus two, we're gonna do like a a point system where everyone that's gonna be like, okay, we're gonna be in this working class bow hunter season long tournament. We'll all basically have a roster. So we're going to have one belt for total points at the end of the year. And we'll make it so where there's got to be so many people from the group have to be there to count. If you miss it, you miss it. And so that person who's there the most and shoots the best, each one tallies up, gets the most points for the year, and you get the bragging rights for the whole hunting season with the belt. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll try and start posting this online more. You know, Go to our uh, website. We haven't plugged this in a while. <laughs> Uh, we, we never our do. website. Uh, we, yeah. we we keep updating. We it, do we have a website though. Yeah, we don't tell you guys. It's about out there it. somewhere. Um, WorkingClassBowHunter dot com, and you know you can you can take a look through there. We'll we'll start throwing some of this stuff on, and you know obviously we, you know we do this for our listeners, um, and pure enjoyment. We like listening to ourselves talk, but uh, yeah, if you I guys, don't. um, we're what we're gonna do for you, and we prom- and we were talking off air. We want to, we're gonna figure out how we're going to work the belts this year. And as an added bonus, if you guys want to send an idea of what you think would be hilarious, go ahead and send it in. We'll consider it. All offers would be considered. Uh, just don't try to trade us a uh, Harley with uh, no motor. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, we're thinking about, we're doing a total points roster. The Craigslist dis- disclaimer. <laughs> and then a uh, we're going to do like a per-shoot belt. So... Whoever wins that day gets the belt. Yep, exactly. It's always fun. It sounds super corny. Try it with your buddies and let us know how much fun you're having. And you'll be you'll see how much better of a shot you get because it really does help when you have someone just basically hating on you the whole time you're trying to shoot your Oh, bow. yeah. There's nothing better than people just ripping into your oh, man, features t- that you can't help. You up. This ain't like a golf course Shred- where you're high... Or holding that sign quietly. Not with us. Oh you know, man, we're yelling sh- at each other. Dude, and... when someone's shredding you and you knock a twelve ring, oh dude, you just get to look right with hey. that that 
Do the Logan 12 <laughs> ring eye. Yeah. You get a you know, sh- big old shit-eating grin. You have an insecurity? We're pointing it out while you're shooting for oh. a 12 ring oh, at yeah. 50 yards. Every time. It's like, oh, hey, your little belly's poking out at full draw there. You need a little bigger shirt there, buddy. You <laughs> <laughs> need help? What? I remember, I think we, I, I, I know hey, we, brought, uh, we brought Sam and Amy. Yep. And uh, Sam's a girl, so is Amy. And I, I think maybe we did that just so it's like, that. it's like, dude, we're such heathens to each other. Maybe if we're around, you know, ladies, we'd be proper, you know, chivalrous, and you know, we wouldn't be the animals that we are. Wrong. Nothing changed. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah, I heard uh, they were talking like, man, wouldn't you like to be a fly on the wall when it's just them guys out here shooting without? <laughs> you basically are. <laughs> it's a little that, That's the day it rained. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited. I remember some... that. We met uh, we met good buddies of ours. Um, Austin Fielder was on the podcast, and Brandon Bequeath. Bequeath. Is that how it's pronounced? Bequeath. I hung out with him the other day. Um, Funny enough, yeah, me and Brandon. Brandon's going to do something super cool. Uh, if he, uh, we'll have to get him on in a couple weeks. But we were citing. Yeah, his... He hasn't been on an episode, has he? No, he has not. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of people to get on, man. I know he. Uh, he he told me he was a little inebriated when he uh, told me if I don't put him on an episode he was going to come over to my house and i couldn't read the rest but whoa <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> um no he uh we we're sighting in his 270 and he's hoping he takes something big so we'll uh we'll talk to him in a few weeks we'll get him on and uh and yeah we have we did. have a list of people we were going to get on and then that'll happen and then we'll do uh this is kind of just like an update episode of what's going on it really is i mean um, it's a new year no more, man there's no more deer to you know shoot out there that have antlers anymore hardly i know it's kind of like a weird filler between shed hunting and hunting and the 3d, 3D and everything else um yeah we have a list of people we're going to get on and then we'll cut back out of it you know once we're heavily doing our tournaments but i'm excited man i like having people on the show and you know listening to you know what they got it's cool to talk to just whoever for an hour see what they're like they have the same interest and then it's cool because we get from every guest we have, we get some of their fan base that's like kind of trails along with us. So you know what I mean? It's cool. Like Jared Scheffler's episode it was like episode fifteen. That episode killed it. Public, it's public, still killing. Yeah, it's still killing. It's still getting downloads. And yeah, I don't, I don't and know how. And it's cool that you know when you guys were going up to you know just various people, you know, you guys were you know recognized at ATA, uh, you know, so that's always something that's pretty cool. And even when you get guests on, you know, you, you talk to talk to guys like. Like T Bone and uh, mm-hmm. you know Melissa Bachman, they've done hundreds of these things, and when they can remember, you know, your oh, episode. Oh, I, I remember mean, being it, on it that. Hit them. I'll tell you, since this episode has no like main direction, my favorite episode. We talk about that, like what our favorite episode was of last year. Oh yeah, let's because let's do that. Well, this is not only a season recap, but a year recap. A year recap, so a year in review. Um, I my favorite episode, man. I have a handful of them. Like you know, I love the T Bone episode. I love the Nick Ma episode. And my favorite episode was the Darren Christian Berry mm-hmm. episode we did at the Bone Shed. That's one of my favorites. I go back and listen to that, not just because you know I do like hearing myself. That that is my favorite episode we've ever done. I, uh, you know, keep in mind where we were <laughs> what, at this just, time last year. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not like where we're at this time last year. Just where we physically were. Yeah, we were at the Bone Shed. Oh yeah, in their Big Daddy conference room. That's you know, with some big and these, names. Like and they Darren didn't Christian. even know us. Darren, yeah, they were just like, yeah. yeah, come up and do a podcast. We're like uh, Tim's okay. the greatest dude on the planet, man. We've made really good friends with all the guys at the Bone Shed since that. That was the best decision this podcast has probably made. 
I think so. And is going up there to do that podcast. That those guys, they're I consider them good friends. Oh, they they treated us like family when we were there. Yeah. Oh, dude, we didn't even know these guys. Like you know, Tim's like, hey, do you, do you guys need anything? You, do you guys need anything? You good? You good? I like he walks out of the room and I go, dude, I I bet if we ask for like a some baby back ribs, he'd be like, all right, just call in your order to Applebee's. I'll go get it for you. <laughs> I I'm looking forward to the next open house. I'm hoping we get to go back down there and. This year's gonna be big, man. They probably I, won't, they probably won't let us back. <laughs> yeah, they oh, probably won't. <laughs> Can we come down again? No. Uh, no, just stay no. home. <laughs> we'll have to. Uh, I want to get all the guys on from the Bone Shed. Still, um, we're gonna be we're gonna do a couple of traveling podcasts yeah. this year. We got that's, to. That's gonna be fun, man. I'm planning on doing. Let's not give too much away, but there'll be some podcasts coming from shows that we're at, and we'll just go through and just talk to random people. We can't give too much out here. I know, but okay. I got it all. Yeah, leave it a secret. Yeah, it's we, all in my cranium, man. It's all yeah. in my cranium. And uh, you know the, the Caesar, we, we did some uh, some really fun stuff. We're we're hoping to put out more videos. Um, don't expect us to be filming hunts anytime soon. What's your favorite episode, Steve? Besides That's all Darren Christianberry. Oh, but, but besides that, yeah, your next favorite. Give me your next two favorite. Ooh, um, I thought Melissa Bachman was awesome. Melissa Bachman was great. She is a straight shooter. Oh, she was so down nice. to earth. I mean, just. Dude, she was super cool. Like we, you know, we didn't know because I think she was the first really, you know, big guest in the. We had like Taylor Drury, Melissa Bachman, and Jared Scheffler all within like the same week area, like the same couple weeks. And yeah, just getting her, you know, it was it was one of those things. I was like, okay, you know, how's this gonna work out? And you know, <laughs> we took off running with that. And that was honestly like one of those things. I we got off the phone with her and like. I was like, wow, she's like one of the greatest human beings on. We've kind of had that with every guest though that we've done. Though, we too. have, yeah, we haven't had. Uh, had I've anybody... never done a podcast with someone going like, I'm not, I don't even put that up. Like, I've never had that happen. No, uh, going into it, you always feel skeptical. You're like, how's this going to go? And who's who, yeah, is, how's is this going to turn name? out? Good, but they yeah. all turn out amazing. And then I think you we know think that, anyway. that was just yeah. because it was like a a memorable experience. Um, but I think the podcast that. I I can't believe I didn't pee myself laughing. Was uh, was Josh Carney? Josh Carney, that dude. We, we if you don't know who Josh Carney is, look back up. I don't know what episode it was. Josh Carney, the natural caller. It was and just before we went to the bone shed. Matter of fact, it was. It yeah. was. You no, get, and you got to meet sure? this. Mm-hmm. You got to meet this guy in person. He's a, such a personality, man. If you don't oh, know man. Josh Carney, look him up. Just Google Josh Carney, the natural caller. That dude is a character. I did because we didn't know what to expect. You know, with with some of these people, you know, you've seen them on TV enough. You know, you you can you can guess how they'd be. This is how you if know. you don't know who he is, this is he's a black guy in a wheelchair that makes turkey the the most realistic natural turkey and animal calls. Any and animal he, you can think of, and he has the personality that goes. It's just it's a oh, little package he's got going. The on. dude cool. is a car- yeah. He got on, and within like three minutes of this, I look over at Kurt, and Kurt's like beat ready. It was like yeah, dude, this is this is gonna be something, you know. <laughs> For sure. So that's what that would be one of my favorite episodes also. And at ATA the pre show, I seen him. I was like, Hey Josh He goes, What's up? I'm like, introduce who I was, Eric from Working Class Boners and he's like, Oh man, he just starts laughing. He's like, That was one of the craziest podcasts I've ever done. Like he remembered it. He's like Oh, you guys made me pull over on the side of the road driving to college and yeah. make all these noises. I'm like, that's awesome that he actually remembered uh, it. Yeah, I little uh, you know, little inside baseball. Yeah, after we got up, uh, off air with him and we were still on the phone with him, 
We'll just let you know he would fit right in if he were doing 3D. If he was hanging out with us, that dude would fit right in. Yeah, uh, you know, sure, the, the, for sure. We'd be at a new level. The, for uh, sure. <laughs> the O-Town, uh, the O-Town outdoor boys. That, yeah, you went and met. Uh, was it Nick? Jake or Jake? Yeah, you guys were you guys hanging out with him a lot, yeah. or was he yeah, pretty busy? Yeah, they're cool. He was running around doing his thing at the show, ATA show. But, oh, good. Um, I, I I hope that kid blows up. You know, I I, I like them. A they lot. will. They definitely will. Um, my second one of my second favorite episodes, and it's doing number two. I I think I have to double check. I think it's our second popular, most popular episode. Is can you take a guess? Antler doe. Yep. Yep, with Trevor Schmidt. I just finally listened to that. Last I gotta, night. I gotta tell you guys, man. I think Mark Reif has a magic touch. You go back and look at the numbers that any podcast that he does. People love that guy. I, yeah. They have to love that guy. He's so knowledgeable that you could ask him anything about a whitetail deer. You learn. I learn something every time on. Mark's on the podcast. Like that's what I was gonna say too. Another favorite episode anyone Mark Reif has ever featured on or a guest on because. Dude, that guy can just roll. What you talking about, deer? Just, it's just—it's awesome. If there's one thing that I could ever do for anybody that listens to this, like I, I if there's anything in the world I could do that I think would be a gift to you, is I want you to get to know Mark as a as a person. Like, dude, there's no way that guy coming to the I, working class bow hunter shoots and you get to yeah, meet the dude. So I get, I get worried a little bit worried. I'm like, okay, this guy's like really awesome, but I've seen movies where he ends up. And being like a vampire or something, what? Yeah, like I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of, kind of worried that uh, you know there's some skeletons, but uh, I, I think he's just too good of a dude to let that happen. He's just on top of his stuff. I love man. that guy. Um, I'm really looking forward to the year to come. This, this was kind of like a news update episode, I guess. Is more what it turned into. Yeah, you um, know, and and obviously you can get a hold of us. I mean, you know, those of you who listen and know that you know if you friend us or. Message us on on Facebook. You know, we'll get back to you. We got really nothing better to do. To be uh, honest with you. I can tell you what we can't give away is some of our guests. I can I can give away a couple right now. Um, Jay Scott from the Big Buck Registry will be on for sure. We're not sure when yet. Um, the Big Buck Registry is another deer hunting that's, that's podcast. Huge. It's a huge podcast. That dude, two hundred thousand likes plus on Facebook. He makes us look like we don't even exist. Yeah, um, that that dude. You know, we're 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 doing our homework already. We don't know when that guy's gonna be on, but yeah, we're we're getting he, he our will, homework. It'll happen soon. Um, we will be. I'm hoping be a part of the Outdoor Podcast Network, and that's something that you can subscribe to, and it feeds all outdoor podcasts into. So we will be on that eventually. Um, currently, we're working on being in TuneIn, the radio app, um, iHeartRadio app is in the works. And then, um, if you got eventually, it'll be available on Spotify. I, uh, podcast will be eventually. Not everyone is. That'll be a slower process. So, yeah, more listening options. Listening options. And then one more thing, I want to talk about listening options. Not a lot of people realize this. You can listen from Facebook. Mm-hmm. There's a listen here tab on our Facebook page. Click on that, and then it might make you just enter in something. I don't. I don't know if it does your birthday or what it does, but it'll give you all the episodes just like the feed. On workingclassboner dot com and iTunes and Stitcher and all that. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple things we always forget to mention too. I mean, most of you guys have iPhones. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. If you don't, you know, you either don't have a phone or you have a have a uh, have a Droid phone. But if you got an iPhone, chances are you have it updated, and the chances are it comes with that podcast app. Yeah, mm-hmm. it comes with it now once you update it. Yeah, you just click on that. You search working class bowhunter, and we're right there. Boom. Yep. I, I mean, it's not hard to find us, you know, unless you're Todd Carnes from Easy Living. 
Well, there's a lot of people Every... that say, I just listen on Facebook. I don't. Yeah. So uh... go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, subscribe. Let's do, we have it'll... big things coming for 2016. Yeah, we have a lot of big things. That's why this episode seems like such a filler episode. Um, I can tell you, or can I? What can I not tell you? <laughs> Don't it, tell them anything. You know, it, it's a surprise. It's, it's always fun getting a. You got to uh, make them yeah, wait. Yeah. Getting a text message of a screenshot of an email at like ten in the morning, and I'll just look at it and I go, "Really? Did that just happen?" He, you know? He's referring to me sending screenshots of emails that I'm emailing people to be guests on the show or news for the show. So, in case I didn't catch that, I <laughs> know no, you did. Um, so, yeah, you guys stick around. I mean. It's, it's honestly like you know you we look back we're this is all boring stuff but we got to communicate yeah, with you guys so. we're having our, well, our you guys one know year, what's going on one year party I mean it's this Saturday I mean if you guys were gonna travel I think we said this last week yeah we'll 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 put you up somewhere either Eric or Kurt's house but you know in in a year you know when we first started if you go back and listen to the first two episodes I don't even know if they're available anymore. Yes, they really? are. Oh, they have the first two. <laughs> I hope you deleted be. them. I don't know. They might be not be in the feed anymore. Those the, ones might they're, have gotten they're mysteriously still on disappeared. iTunes, aren't they? I don't I know. I think so. They gotta be. But uh, yeah, those uh, start at number seven. Haterade. That was a pretty popular. Haterade one. killed yeah. it. I, I don't yeah. know what it was. That was, but... that was a good one. Um, so next episode is episode fifty. Man, mm-hmm. five to zero. Two after that would technically be one year if we were doing one a week. Yeah. So episode fifty, um, we might have Mark Rife on. We might not. Um, we'll have to think of. Uh, we can get some into super detailed. What questions would you have listening to this for Mark about taxidermy or something? We can get in detail on whitetails. Anything about whitetails, he's gonna know it. Yep, and yep. we promise you this: we are not gonna show him before he gets in here. We're just gonna straight up ask yeah, him right cool. off the top of his head, and he's the type of guy if he don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but but it's I, I don't like think he knows I've, a little I don't think I've something. ever heard Mark say I don't know. But no, if he if he says either. I don't know, I promise you, within three and a half hours, you have a detailed. Description you have an of essay with a. Do you guys even remember how to write essays anymore? No, with a cover letter and everything. You have or whatever an intro. Don't need to do that. Um, filler, filler, filler. I I don't even remember that. And we could do a uh, listener question thing for everyone or we, we could hit someone with we could hit i want to hit you with a rapid fire rapid fire right now you want to hit me with yeah, rapid fire yeah we got 10 minutes left roughly hold on this is gonna take about a minute steve's gonna reach for a beer rapid fire questions if you don't know and if you're still listening thank you we're casually just give us some rapid this. fire for mark about whitetails yeah give us rapid fire questions for any guest if like if you see we post that we got a guest um, send us an email, say rapid fire question idea. We'll, we'll message us. We can always. All right, I'm going to run Steve through these. Oh, I can this, see. A him. lot of these are going to be obvious. All right, oh, you looking. can see them, can't you? Yeah. I'm I, got, I forgot I have a monitor behind me now. I'm not looking, not I looking. promise. Favorite camo? Mossy Oak. <laughs> you want to try again? Yeah, Mossy Oak. Favorite bow brand? Elite. Second favorite bow, bow brand? Elite Recurves? No, I don't. Uh, second favorite bow band? Uh, blah. Uh, I yep. got to say PSE. Okay. Mm-hmm. Backstrap or jerky? From Smith's? Yep. Man, you guys are going to kill me. Jerky. Barbecue. <laughs> barbecue jerky. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That was just the greatest jerky I've ever had in my life. Morning or afternoon hunts? I like to sleep in, so afternoon. <laughs> typical deer or non-typical? 
Well, typically, I like non-typical, but hmm, typical. Hang on or ladder stands? Who ground blind. <laughs> tire. <laughs> Straight up tire. <laughs> tire. Uh, the couch, actually. <laughs> Beer or liqueur? Uh, first one, then the other. <laughs> All right. I like that. What is your dream hunt, Sir Stephen? <sighs> Sir Stephen Muller. Sir Stephen. Red stag in New Zealand. Ooh, you bitch. I'm going on. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I, 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 it was always the brochures for, laying around here. Somewhere. Seriously, for the longest time, it was always a big old bull moose, either Alaska or Canada. But I watched a red stag hunt in New Zealand and I looked at that terrain. I go, oh, yeah. I think actually it was, it was Kip Campbell. Yep. From Red Arrow, yeah, he was like on. someone opened the door. Willie Nelson's tour bus and shoots out <laughs> Red Stag with a smoke pole. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I mean, yeah, that's just, uh, I, that's that's honestly dream hunt. I mean, you know, you, you see that and it flips on down. Now, you know, ask me. This that. is the question of all questions, right here. All right, fellas, listen closely. Everyone else, you don't really need to be listening. Earmuffs. Eva Shockey. Tiffany Lakoski. Tiffany Lakoski, because no, nope, just one answer. No, big no, answer. no, I want to know details. Give oh, me, but dig. Well, hold on, I might be biting off more than I can chew asking you that. Yeah, it's because she's PG. She's an American. That's why. Oh, oh okay. ah. well, all but right. but if you listen to her talk, like it's it's always it always cracks me up. I mean, I love hearing you know like Canadians talk. It's the funniest thing on the planet for I me. I don't pick that up from Lee and Tiffany. I guess I must not pay attention. Really? How many O's and boots? Yeah, Bo. Look at listen how they say Bo. And I just love it. It makes it, I, I don't know, there, there's a really humble quality about it. This is like um, an interview Steve outro right now. I'm Steve, sorry. you're shooting a Matthews right now. I'm, I'm going to roll with the Steve interview because we got nothing else to do but okay. interview you. Yeah. Currently, you're shooting a Matthews mm-hmm. Bo, Steve. Um,. I just got brainstormed with an idea. Okay. Um, but what do you get next? We'll keep it detailed. I have a great idea. I, You know what? I, I have to, not because everybody else did, but because I've taken that shootability challenge, I've gotten to get an elite. And I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be the 31, but our buddy Chris up at the Bone Shed. Good old Chris. Chris Cartwright. Uh, he's going to let me. Salesman uh, of the Year award. That dude is my like. Let's if not get into how much you love him. Tech, let's talk about that's what... my Botech. Yep. And you fanboy right I, now. I asked him, you know, hey, can I cheat a little bit? And he goes, yeah, you can cheat and get a twenty-seven. You know, as long as you're shooting a shooting, you know, like a handheld release. And I might be looking at a synergy. Oh, or the thirty-four. What I'm color? Kinda... What color? Oh, it's gonna be that Kuyu. Oh yeah. Mm. Okay. You gonna stick around with your synergy for the year, Iraq? For this year, yeah. Me too. Me two too. two seasons and I'll upgrade. What? Uh, oh, you know what? Hey, let me turn the. Uh, since this is an interview, and uh, if you want to succeed in an interview, you ask questions. Right on, right on. You got questions for us? Yeah. What releases are you guys gonna shoot next or this upcoming year? You know my answer. Well, I'm probably gonna stick with the hex for hunting, but I might get a uh, backspin for. I might hunt with the backspin. Scott backspin. Did you, have you shot that backspin yet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We shot it. I liked we it. shot it at Todd had two the two long finger extension on it for me. Yeah, he had the uh, four finger. That four finger is. I want the shorter one. 
Did you guys shoot the HBX? I have not yet. I need nope. to get down and shoot that. That's See, a true ball, right? Oh, that's a true ball. That's that real wild. You know what? With that being the way it is, you can hunt with that. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. There's, <laughs> it's like it's it's essentially a safety feature, which I mean, you, you know, you can. It's kind of like the hex, though. Yeah, it's it's yeah. You better be like I said. You better be pulling it back with one finger. Okay, but we'll have to. Okay. we'll have to get more detail. Let's we'll try well, this out. What was the idea that you had? I can't. I don't want to say it on this episode. Why not? Because it's going to feed into another one. Give me a get. Oh, um, give us a little preview. Give so, us a little hint for something. No hinty hint. I'll say this: host of our podcast is what I'll tell you. Okay. That's the hint. Um, this episode, we're going to call this episode the update episode. I don't expect this episode to get a the lot of downloads, yeah. but for our people who follow us that listen to that, we get the emails, hey, man, listen to every episode. I started from the beginning. I'm catching back up. This is for you, thanking you. We're letting you know what's going on, what our plans are, what the agenda is. We love Any, you guys. Anything you want done, like if you want something done this way, if you have an idea, a suggestion, whatever, email us. All you can talk to us. We'll email you back. You'll have our phone numbers. You can text us at midnight and wake us up and bother us. But and we want that. So uh, thanks for listening and everything like that. Um, that's all I got for this episode. That is all you got? Mm-hmm. You gave it all you got? No, not really, but that's all no, I had. Yeah. Did anyone else give it, did anyone give it 100%? Well, we had, we had Michael. I'm going to totally bomb his last name, but Neil Povitz. He wants to talk about shed hunting. We we, would, we did that for him today. Not I mean, not in a full blown detail. No, though. but we hit on it. We hit on it. We we'll have another it. episode on it. But yeah, but thanks for that shout out. We'll we'll uh we'll bless your there. request with more of a <laughs> detailed. We really didn't uh, have any episode. shout outs this episode, so I figured we'd throw it in. Yeah, thank you. Um, oh, I'll, I I do want to say this before we get out of here. I just remember this. How many times have you guys told people about this show? And. Uh, and you asked them if they listened to an episode because you promised you'd shout them out, and they said, I didn't, I, I didn't catch it. What time are you guys on again? And then you have yeah. to explain what a how a podcast is. At the ATA works. show, like, yeah, hey, we do a bow hunting podcast. We're going around shooting some bows that so we can talk about them here in some future episodes. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, I haven't, I've never seen a podcast before. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's like it's a recording. Oh, and still they still don't know. I'm like, it's like internet radio. It's like radio. That's all you got to just say. Like radio recorded show. radio on the internet. Perfect. Boom. All right, clicks in. So yeah, that's that's where we're at. We um, we need to uh, we need to get on out of here. I think we need to get done. Get done. Next episode, episode fifty. Maybe maybe there'll be a forty nine point five. Maybe there'll be a forty nine point seven five. We don't know what's going on. Um, forty nine point seven five. Yep, six eights. We just so six eights. We're not measuring deer here. <laughs> so is that uh, way? Is that really six eights? Point seven five. No, right? No, yeah, it is. Pull out tape measure. We'll do this off air. All right, that's all we got, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go shoot your bow. I don't know what the heck we're doing. Later. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.